What's up, everybody? It is the day before the NFL Draft 2020. We're dealing with tight ends. I'm tired as fuck. Let's get going. I swear to God, I'm tired of shit. I'm tired of absolute fucking shit. I am glad I took Friday off. So I swear to God, I would not make it five days this week. But it is your boy, D-Roy. This is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 1-3. We only have one position left to go over as far as the skill positions are concerned, and that is the tight ends for this year's draft. So without further ado, let's get in there. Oh, maybe we should talk about this first. I plan on having a live podcast for Thursday during the draft. We're going to see how we can kind of work that through. Uh, You're supposed to be able to uh, talk to me while I'm on there, at least text me. So I can answer any questions as we're going through the draft live. And I'm hoping to do that maybe on Friday night as well. Um, as long as I have people that are interested. So we got that going. That starts at 7 o'clock my time, 8 o'clock Eastern. So try to probably start that up about you know, 15, 20 minutes early before the actual draft starts. And I'm sure we'll be sitting there uh, waiting for the first pick until about 8.30 Eastern. So... Um, but yeah, let's get into these tight ends. There's not too many of them. Uh, it's about 21, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I had them done yesterday. Um, kind of pounded them out. Uh, decided to go with a, la- a little lack of sleep uh, last night so I could get it done. But uh, we're good to go. And let's start at the top. You guys all have your spreadsheets. You guys all have your depth charts. So if you want to follow along, you're more than welcome to. Uh, Devin Asi Asi from UCLA is a junior, six foot three, two hundred seventy nine pounds. He is fucking massive. Uh, 2019, he had 44 receptions for 641 yards, which brought him to a 14.6 average and four touchdowns. His production went up considerably um, from his first two seasons. At UCLA, so he had a big growth spurt. Uses his hands and is, of course, a massive target. Um, you do have to attack his legs to get him down. You can't attack his upper body, otherwise he is just going to bowl you over like a fucking bulldozer. Um, or at least try to get him off balance, which is a lot easier to do uh, than actually tackle him. He's an okay blocker, needs some work. At getting his hands ready to attack, we'll need a year or two to make a difference outside of a red zone target. Uh, PFF has him projected at round five. ESPN has him as their number three tight end. Uh, I think that's 
shade high as far as the number three. He is one of the more talented tight ends. I would probably definitely put him um, within the top six. Uh, I was talking with my buddy Paul. I said out of all these, there's probably you know only about 10 to 12 that are actually going to be um, guys that are going to be useful, guys that are going to make it and, and have an opportunity to possibly be useful in fantasy for years to come. Next on our list we have is Jacob Breland out of Oregon, senior 6'5", 250. Uh, 2019 season, he had 26 receptions for 405 yards for 15.6 average and six touchdowns. Uh, PFF has him projected round seven slash UDFA. ESPN rank is number 18. Uh, consistent production for three years uh, with his junior and senior years being the best. Um, but like I said, he, <clears throat> but with that, you know, you're looking at 26 receptions. His production wasn't like high-end production like some of these other tight ends, uh, these move tight ends. Uh, he's a body catcher, really relying on it, which is bothersome, just like my cat playing with her fucking mouse right now. Um, but he's a nice-looking kid as a move tight end, but I don't think he's going to make, he's ever going to make a dent as a starter. Next we have is Harrison Bryant out of Florida Atlantic. Senior, 6'5", 240 pounds. Uh, PFF has him projected round five. ESPN rank is number seven. NFL.com rank, and that's Bucky Brooks again, has him ranked as his number two tight end. 2019, he has 65 receptions for 1,004 yards and a 15.4-yard average. Uh, and seven touchdowns. Production went up each and every year, which is great. It means he's growing within that system. Uh, catches with his hands and can deliver some really big hits downfield. Uh, a move tight end that can handle a plethora of routes and look good uh, making the catches. I like this kid a lot. And, and, good, and good make a difference. Could make a difference by the end of his rookie year or in year two. I actually really, really like him. I like him better than Asiasi. Um, Harrison Bryan is a guy that we need to circle and kind of pay attention to and see where he ends up. Because if he ends up in a really good spot, especially if he gets a year to learn um, and grow within that system and doesn't have uh, many guys to really have to battle for playing time as far as the tight end is concerned, uh, he is a guy that we're going to want to keep definitely keep an eye on, especially for, like, say, our anybody who's doing dynasty drafts which i'll have dynasty rookie rankings out uh in a couple weeks next we have is hunter bryant he went to washington he's a junior six foot two 239 pounds pff has him projected in round three espn has him ranked as the number five tight end with nfl.com having him ranked at number four 2019, he had 52 receptions for 825 yards and a 15.9 average and three touchdowns. Junior year was far and away his best year. Uh, that would be 2019. Uh, appears faster than his combine time. Uh, he was making some moves. Um, he's ve- uh, Like I had said on here, he's, a, he's another move tight end that is more slippery than strong. Um, they did line him up kind of off off to the side, off to in more like in a slot uh, position, which is kind of cool, uh, especially with a move tight end. You know, you can move them out. You can run them in different uh, routes. 
more and he's more capable to do more routes i should say let's say your regular lumbering tight end that's more for blocking um and then just run, running crossing routes um and outs this guy can run a lot of routes uh, especially slants and he can run hitch and goes um i did see that on a couple of routes so he uses his agility. He uses his agility to get open, which to me looks like he could slide over to the slot wide receiver spot at times. Like I said, um, I like him. I like Harrison Bryant a little bit more just because he's a little bit. Um, he appears to be a little bit bigger, uh, a lot stronger. I like guys that can bowl over a little bit more than guys that um, have to use their agility, have to use their speed. Um, because those are guys that, in my opinion, you can get taken off the route uh, once they move into the NFL. Um, but that's not to say that Hunter isn't talented at all, um, and he definitely has some options if he ends up in the right system. Now we have Josiah DeGuerra out of Cincinnati, senior, six foot three, two 240 pounds. 2019, he had 39 receptions for 504 yards which was a 12.9 average and seven touchdowns. Junior and senior years were con- very consistent, uh, which is good. Uses his hands and has a large target area as he secured some really poor throws. He had a really bad quarterback that he was playing with, um, and he's able he's able to secure uh, a variety of you know terrible passes that are either thrown behind him, thrown too low, thrown way too high. Um, he has the ability to go and get that ball tough and can deliver a hit after the catch. I said that I do like him, but I think he'll be more of a second tight end guy. He can block, but he's just not that it guy. And what I mean by that is he's not like Travis Kelsey or Zach Ertz. Could he grow into being something like that? Maybe. But he'd probably be more of a... uh, like a low side uh, Dallas Goddard, if you're comparing two tight end type sets um, that the Eagles run. Um, like I said, I like the kid. I'd like to see him get a chance. Uh, PFF has him projected in round six. ESPN has him ranked at number 19. Uh, so he's an end of the draft type guy. Next, we have Bryce Bryson Hopkins out of Purdue, six foot five, two hundred forty five pound senior. PFF has him projected round four. ESPN has him ranked at number 11. 2019, he had 61 receptions for 830 yards uh, for a 13.6 average and seven touchdowns. He increased his production each season, uh, which is awesome. Like progressive guys. Kid is quick and catches with his hands. Will body catch it? Um, But it's generally only when the coverage is tight, so he lets the ball kind of slip in. And secure it there. Can high point a ball, a move tight end that can be useful in the red zone, can make a difference by year two. Do like Brayson Hopkins. He's definitely within my top six. Dalton Keene, Virginia Tech, six foot four, two hundred and fifty-one pound junior. PFF has him projected round six. ESPN has him ranked as the number seventeen tight end. 2019, he had 21 receptions for 240 yards and eleven point four average and five touchdowns. Sophomore year was his best season, but was still unimpressive stat-wise. Catches with his hands, though, and makes some nice blocks before releasing onto his route. Uh, make, he can make some really difficult catches and, 
And like, and what I had said is, kid has some potential, but has a lot of work ahead of him if he's going to make a difference. So he's going to be a probably a kid that might get drafted onto a team that utilizes this running game a little bit more. Where it's if he's going to make a difference, it's going to be in, with his blocking and probably not with his receiving. Uh, so not really a guy that I'm keen on. <laughs> um, as far as fantasy is concerned, but he could um, definitely see some playing time, uh, make a difference for other players elsewhere. So we'll keep an eye on him in that regard. Next, we have the like the consensus number one tight end in Cole Komet out of Notre Dame, six foot five, two hundred fifty pound junior. Uh, PFF has him projected round four. Now there's been rumors that he could go up in one, round one, one, round two, as somebody will try and jump the gun on him. Uh, ESPN and NFL.com have him ranked number one. Uh, 2019, he had 43 receptions for 515 yards for a 12.0 average and six TDs. Junior year was also his best season by far, by far. Um, really nice, really nice looking kid who catches with his hands and is not afraid to get dirty in the trenches and block. He can make a difference at time in his rookie year, but definitely by year two. He is definitely far and away the number one tight end. Hopefully he ends up in a situation that utilizes his skills. Um, I think he still has room to grow uh, from what I can see. Um, so he will be the number one ranked tight end. Um, out of this rookie class uh, when we get to rookie dynasty rankings for sure. Sean McKeon out of Michigan, 6'5", 246-pound senior. PFF has him projected round 7 UDFA. ESPN has him ranked number 14. Sophomore year was his best season by far with 31 receptions for 301 yards for a 9.7 average and three TDs. He's a very big body catcher. There's nothing special here. He is primed to become the Chicago Bears' 18th tight end on the roster. And if you go to your depth charts, I am not making that shit up. Maybe the number 18, but he would end up being like the 12th or 13th guy on that fucking roster. Next, Thaddeus Moss out of LSU, 6'3", 249-pound junior. PFF has him ranked round 7 UDFA. ESPN has him ranked number 10. This is Randy Moss's kid. In 2019, uh, with Joe Burrow, had 47 receptions for 570 yards uh, for a 12.1 average of four TDs. Only two years at LSU in 2019 was far and away his best. Uh, That's when Joe Burrow exploded. Catches with his body a little bit too much for me. He's talented, but I think his success was more due to Joe Burrow. Uh, But I do think someone will take a shot on him because of his dad. Uh, but it will take some time to develop him into a consistent and capable NFL tight end. Um, he does have a tight end partner from LSU. We will get to him later. Uh, and I bring that up because we need to address him. But first, we're going to do Cheyenne O'Grady out of Arkansas, six foot four, 256 pound senior. PFF has him projected round five. ESPN has him ranked as the number 15 tight end. 2019, he had 33 receptions for 372 yards and an 11.3 average with three TDs. Consistent his last two years at Arkansas, which is good. Uh, Body catcher who can reach high to snag the 50-50 ball. 
He is a bit of a body catcher. He has it's weird. He only has he has a thirty four inch vertical. Um, he is not fucking fast at all either, by the way. Um thirty four inch vertical with on that six foot four frame. Um he's he would make a really good red zone target. Um he is a pretty decent blocker. So he's going to be a guy that probably isn't going to make any difference until like year two, year three. We could probably skip him in rookie drafts. Um, he is a tough kid who will bang with defenders and generally win the battle. Uh, he doesn't offer much speed, but it's tough. I just don't see much upside in him. If he works hard enough, he can do it. Um, he's a little fucking bulldozer. No, I shouldn't say little at 6'4", but... Uh, I do like him. I just I don't see I don't really see him making much of a difference outside of most of his blocking. Um now we have out of Missouri we have Albert O. I'm not gonna say his name. Okay, maybe I'll try it. <laughs> Oak Wijabana. Yeah, that's what we're gonna go. Okay Oak Albert Oka Naga Naga not gonna try and say that fucking name anymore. Uh six foot five, two hundred and fifty-five pound junior, fucking fast, four four nine at the combine in the forty. PFF has him projected round six. ESPN has him ranked as the number four tight end. NFL.com has him ranked as their number five. 2018 was actually his best season stat wise. Um, but in 2017 he had eleven TDs. Um he is really fucking fast for a big guy, and he can high point the ball with the best of them. Uh, then another thing that I liked a lot was that he catches with his hands, but I do catch him sometimes using his, uh, using his body to retrieve that. Uh, I think it will take a season or two to get him productive, but he has a high ceiling in the right spot, and he has a very high ceiling. He may actually have a higher ceiling than Komet, to be honest. Uh, the only problem is, is that you're going to get more production out of Komet earlier um, than later. So it's whether or not you're willing to wait on it. A rookie draft, even maybe it depends on how many rounds you'd have. You could take him as your, like, say your last pick. I don't think anybody's going to really jump on him. Next, we have Colby Parkinson out of Stanford. You know how we hate our fucking Stanford tight ends because they always fuck us in the end. Six foot seven, two hundred and fifty-one pound junior. PFF has him projected round seven. UDFA, ESPN actually has him ranked as their eighth tight end. Uh, Two thousand nineteen, he had forty-eight receptions for five hundred and eighty-nine yards, which is a twelve point three average and one touchdown. He did increase his production each and every year, which is good. He has nice hands and f- and focus on the tough catches. He's slow, but he has the height which will get someone to probably draft him. In my mind, it's a 50-50 shot if he's going to be any good at all. In those cases, I'm more likely to pass unless the situation is right. Um, think like Colby Fleener. Basically, that's what it is. Do you want to take a chance on the, on the brand-new Colby Fleener? Um, and it's kind of funny that they're both named Colby. What the fuck? Stanford, do you only bring in kids named Colby? Jared Pinckney out of Vanderbilt, redshirt senior, 6'4", 260 pounds. PFF has him projected round six. ESPN has him ranked as their number six tight end. 2019, he had 20 receptions for 233 yards, 
For a 11.6 average and two TDs, 2018, though, was his best year when he had 50 receptions for 774 yards, which came out to a 15.5 average and seven touchdowns. He does look faster than his combine time and is hit or miss with his catching ability. His 40 time at the combine was 4.96. He's faster than that 4.96. I don't know what was going on with that. Um, But the dude... The dude was catching some really shitty throws. Low, high, far and away from him, behind him. I like. I do think he has potential. Um, I do have a little bit of questions about his weight, uh, just based on the fact that most of these guys <clears throat> in the 240 to 250, even the 260 range, um, you know, they're look, they look really built, right? It looks like... A muscular dude. This guy looked kind of real pillowy. Um, even a, a CSC, when I was looking at him at his 279 pounds, he doesn't look 279. So that concerns me a little bit on whether or not he is really dedicated to the game. But uh, we'll wait and see. Somebody will probably take a shot on him, I'm pretty sure. But next we have is uh, Thaddeus Moss's. Uh, Teammate, Stephen Sullivan, LSU, of course, 6'5", 242 pounds, uh, senior. Uh, 2019, he had 12 receptions for 130 yards, which was good for a 10.8 average, and he had zero TDs. 2018 was his best year when he had 23 receptions for 363, which was a 15.8 average and two TDs. PFF has him projected round five. ESPN has him ranked number 13. The production wasn't there, but there is no denying that Sullivan was the better LSU tight end. He uses his hands, and he can really snag some shitty throws, even from Burrow. Um, He's very quick and runs very good routes. I like this kid, and he might be a nice little project steal late in the draft. I don't know if he's going to go in the fifth. I think he slips into the sixth, maybe in the seventh round. Somebody can snag him up. He ran a four six six forty at the combine. He had a thirty six point five inch vertical, which is very good, especially for their size. This kid looks like more of a how do I say this? He looks more he looks more like one of your taller possession type receivers, but he can actually run. He doesn't he doesn't come off as a tight end. But he can block. He can do everything that you want from a tight end. So it's gonna be real interesting to see where he ends up. He's a guy that I'm definitely kind of circling on there. He's not a guy that's, you know, gonna probably make it in year one. But year two, if he's in the right spot quite possibly uh let's see oh jesus the portland state kid charlie tiamo pia pio piao yeah he's not all that great six foot three 245 pounds senior 2019 he had 36 receptions for 474 yards for a 13.2 average and two tds PFF has him ranked round 7 slash UDFA. ESPN has him ranked as the number 12. 
Played only two years at Portland State in 2018 was his best year with 28 receptions for 580, uh, which was a 20.7 average and five TDs. Portland State ran more of a spread offense. And they said he placed him in the middle. So this offense looked really fucking close to what the Houston Roughnecks were running in the XFL. There's a lot of similarities to it. So he was running out more as more as like a uh a more like a slot type receiver. That's how far out he was spread. But he just he didn't he wasn't exciting. It just I don't know. There wasn't really that much to him and the fact that, you know, he is coming out of a smaller school, I just don't I just don't see it. I put meh. I just don't see it, to be completely honest with you. Adam Troutman out of Dayton, redshirt senior, 6'5", 255 pounds. PFF has him projected round four. ESPN has him ranked as their number two. NFL.com has him ranked as the number three. 2019, he had 70 receptions for 916 yards, which was good for a 13.1 average and 14 TDs. Only two years at Dayton, and 2018 was no slouch either, with 40 receptions for 595 yards. Good for a 14.9 average and 9 TDs. Catches with his hands and can handle a defender all over him while securing the catch. And And that's an important thing I want you to understand. Even with a guy fucking draped all over him, he doesn't body catch it. He uses his hands. He sticks his hands out wherever that ball is. If it's right in front of him, he puts it all the way out, and he secures that catch. The only thing that bothers me is he completely outclassed his competition, He was facing, which he was facing, which, you know, I always put a red flag on. Worries me whether or not he could translate his game to the NFL level. He ends up in a good spot. I'll probably let it slide a little bit. Um, But he's somebody that I do believe that we need to be careful with uh, come not only our rookie draft, mostly for the rookie draft, because I doubt anybody's going to draft him in year one uh, for a regular draft. But, uh, yeah, definitely a guy I want to see if he can grow with the team that drafts him. Mitchell Wilcox out of South Florida, 6'5", 245-pound senior. PFF does not have him projected anywhere. Uh, ESPN does like him and has him at the number nine. 2019, he had 28 receptions for 350 yards and a 12.5 average with five TDs. 2018 was his best year with 43 receptions for 540 yards, which was good for a 12.6 average. Nice that it, uh, um, there's consistency there and two TDs. But he's a body catcher, really bad body catcher, like disgustingly bad. Um, I did make it. I The first line for the tight ends is anybody that's been at the draft. This is what I wrote. Took a ball to the face and it had two bad drops afterwards. Dropped two more next time through. Dude couldn't catch the ball. We're shit. So I put it on there after I said about the body catching and it's disgusting. I said, no wonder the ball hit him in the fucking face at the combine. He's another fat. He looks really fat. He does not look built at all. Um, I worry about his work ethic, and that's probably what PFF saw as well. Next we have, we're going to have a a pair of Georgia tight ends. Uh, Charlie Werner, 
six foot five, two hundred forty-five pound senior. Uh, 2019, he had nine receptions for 78 yards and an 8.7 average with one TD. Uh, PFF has him projected round seven slash UDFA. ESPN ranked number 21. He was the worst ranked tight end. And I put, uh, he's complete shit, both catching and blocking. His teammate didn't fare much better. That's Eli Wolf, six foot five, 250 pound senior, 13 receptions for 194 yards. 14.9 average with one TD. PFF does not have him projected anywhere. ESPN has him ranked at number 20. So uh, number 20 and number 21, both from the same school. That should tell you really everything about him. Last we have is Dominic Wood Anderson out of Tennessee. Six foot four, 257-pound senior. Uh, PFF does not have him projected anywhere. ESPN has him ranked as their number 16. 2019, he had 21 receptions for 268 yards, which is good for a 12.8 average and one TD. He's a really nice blocker, but I would not expect anything else from him. Uh, very old school style tight end. Uh, I do like him. Um, fantasy wise, no. Um, but as far as, um, as far as a tight end, you know, that can block for a running back or whatnot, uh, he's very, very good. So uh, we'll pay attention to where he lands if he does land anywhere um, and can make kind of a difference as, say, a second tight end, uh, somebody to bring out in a jumbo-type set because um, that's really going to help out the running back for that team. So, um, But that's it. We've gotten through all the players Everything is updated as far as the rankings are concerned. Uh, those were updated this weekend. So we're all good to go. We'll pay attention to everything. I'm going to be updating depth charts as the draft goes along. So, but until then, um, I hope, I hope, I, I hope we see people tomorrow. I'm going to try and get Paul on the po- on the actual podcast. We're going to try and Skype it in um, just so we can have, you know, kind of our little normal bullshit conversations, you know, we'll talk about the draft while it's going on, uh, little story times probably, you know, just all around fun, and then people can ask questions and stuff. We're not going to take it, you know, 100% seriously, even though I'm going to be working as I'm going through it. We lost out on being able to go to Vegas for the draft. We don't get to see each other all that much because of the whole social distancing, this whole, you know, quote-unquote pandemic with COVID-19. So this is pretty much an cha- opportunity and chance for us to get to kind of get together and talk and, you know, just kind of forget about everything that's going on in the world just for at least, you know, one or two fucking nights. Um. It sucks that we're not in Vegas. It sucked we missed out on the Grand Canyon. It sucked we missed out on going to Phoenix. Um, Me being able to see my mom. Uh, She won't be able to make it up to Wisconsin this year. So hopefully we'll have a better opportunity next year. So it's been kind of a real downtrodden week. But uh, let's pick it up. Let's, Let's watch ourselves a little NFL draft. Let's go have some fucking drinks and... Have some goddamn fun. Peace out.